podcast fam? Hope you are doing well. I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to the content that I put out. It means the absolute world to me. I genuinely hope that you enjoy this podcast. If you do or have any questions or just want to provide feedback or want to say what's up, best way to get in touch with me is through texting me. You could text me at 631-250-6950 if you're in the US or if you're on WhatsApp, you could text me at one 833 So if you want to reach out, that'd be fantastic. If you want to subscribe, there's going to be a new podcast every single day. So definitely come back, get your contact, content fix, and uh, stay tuned. And if you want to see the clips of each of these, these, these podcasts, you can check me out on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook and you see the clips or the full video versions on YouTube. Thank you so much and enjoy the podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the channel. Today, I have a very special guest today. We have Rennell Aaron, uh, the face of MusicPod and also working with Wish, uh, Wish 107.5 the, the, in the U.S., though, right? The U.S. version of yep. Wish 107.5, right? Yep. Wish USA. I, yes, Wish USA. Thank you so much for taking the time, man. I really appreciate you being here. Well, of course. It's kind of weird, like I told you before we even started recording, because I'm, I'm always the one interviewing for Wish for MusicPod for my own channel. Now I'm the one being interviewed, and it's like, it's kind of it's kind of weird. I don't know how to feel about it, but hey, whatever happens, happens, I guess. <laughs> I love that. I very much understand that, because I've done so many of these interviews, and then I, I was just recently interviewed for a podcast from somebody else. And it's funny, I'm so used to being, like you said, in the, in the seat where I'm directing the conversation. It, it's hard to kind of turn that off. And it's almost like you start asking the questions anyway. It's I was like, no, 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 this is not my show. you know. So I completely understand that. But if at any point you want to start asking questions, you go for it, bro. You, you do you. <laughs> A question might slip up, but hey, it's, it's all a, good. Hey, it's, you know what? I really, rather than doing these more of as interviews, I, one thing I really try to do is I just want to have a conversation. I think that's right, uh, the yes. most interesting thing um, for for us as 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 you know humans, and also for the people listening. I think that rather than being, hey, this question, this question, this question, let's just make it a conversation. So, if you have questions, you shout them out, bro. <laughs> no problem, no problem. All right. So. Very cool part. Uh, Wish USA, Wish USA, um, or Wish, I believe, started in the Philippines. If I'm, if I understand correctly, right? Um, and I had just a couple months ago, but I think back in October, I had DJ Alice uh, from the Philippines on this channel. Um, but it also Wish start came back to the USA in a, co- a couple of years ago with the Wish Bus USA. Um, but that's based in Hollywood, correct? Yes. And you're based in New York. Yes. Fellow New Yorker, are you born and raised? No, I actually came here when I was 12. Okay, but to New York, and you've been in New, to York, New York. yes. Okay, where did you come from from there? Came from the Philippines, born and oh, raised cool. in the Philippines. Very cool. I love that. So, being in New York, being a New Yorker, shout out to New York, proud New Yorker. <laughs> um, Let's go Mets. <laughs> okay, well, you know, <laughs> hold on a sec. <laughs> Are you I'm more a, of a Yankees fan? I have been... Uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Adopted as a Yankees fan, I guess you could say. Where I didn't, uh, I grew up not following baseball, um, but my wife's family is a massive Yankees fan. So I yeah. kind of like. Well, what I was just I... know. I just know to say "Let's go Mets" because every person that's from New York kind of just says "Let's go Mets." Well, that's but I'm more of a Yankees fan. Well, exactly. Especially being from Queens, you know. You said you mentioned that you were from Queens. Like, yes. Uh, Met, what is it? it used to be Shea. What is, it's just I don't know what it is now. Is the Met Stadium? 
um, yes. is in Queens. So, like, every yes. person from Queens is imagining that sin. Where, if you're from the Bronx, you better stink and be a Yankees fan, or else there's going to be issues. You have to be. <laughs> <laughs> so, I would love to hear a little bit of your story. How did you, you know, like we mentioned, Music Pod, your own YouTube channel, and also Wish. How did you, where did you start with the music industry, and how did you get involved with all these things? Well, it, let's go with Wish first, because I started, sure. no, actually, my story started with Music Pod. Okay. So, Music Pod started... 2019 no okay. no 2020 and actually late 2019 and then we restarted again 2020 and then we restarted again <laughs> into uh 2021 uh 2022 but um we started in music pod music pod started or what music pod is is kind of like this it started as promoting artists so just if you want us to promote you through your newest song or if you want us to promote anything that you have going on, maybe like a show, maybe like a gig, and then Music Pod is there, and then we also have interviews and podcasts and stuff of the sort. But it then transitioned into what it is now, which is kind of like um, interviews as well, but also we're planning on having concerts, we're planning on having workshops for artists. But that's how I started in with Music Pod. Did and you then, start Music Pod, or were you involved in, in it after I mean, the fact? I was... Yeah, I was one of the founders, so cool. it was Simon that organized it, and then I was the one who was making the posters, I was the one making the podcast, I was the one making, of course with the team, me and Lo were the ones interviewing people, Lo is uh, one of my co-hosts in MusicPod, or was one of my co-hosts in MusicPod, also working with Wish, and then Sunny uh, kind of like saw the talents that Lo and I had, and then he was just like, yo, why don't you both work for us in Wish since, you know, the lockdowns, the COVID started, and then we weren't really going outside, the bus wasn't really being utilized, so why not just do it all in Zoom? So that's how they recruited us since everything's online now. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can... Here we are. Be, <laughs> yeah, here we are. Um, but then that as well. But I've started also my youtube channel ronell aaron because as you can see i I like to talk a lot and then i also (laughs) love i love ideas i love philosophy i love um politics i love all of these things and i'm not necessarily i would call myself opinionated but not in the negative Mm -hmm. connotation of opinionated i have a lot of opinions but i don't like shove them out people's throat i just kind of just like hey this is what i think let me know what you think stuff like that and then my youtube channel is um my outlet for that Mm-hmm. I was watching some of your YouTube uh, videos, and you have this um, pod, like I guess you'd call it podcast or show or series on the on the channel, uh, where you talk about things that should be talked about in school but aren't. And I found that really interesting. I thought that was a really cool concept because I very much agree that there's a lot of stuff that we like, even like real world stuff. You know, like you, I mean, whether it be controversial or not controversial, whether it be you know um, political or not political, whatever the case is. Even the simple stuff is like, hey, this is how you stink and do your taxes. Like, there's so much wrong with the schooling system that we 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 uh, don't talk about in school, but really should. When be was the last time school. you used the? When was the last time you used the Pythagorean theorem to tip a waiter, or maybe? That's the only one that I can't argue with because I brought that up to my my dad owns a construction company, and he's like, Jacob, uh, I use the Pythagorean theorem every day. He's and he because he's uh, the way you that don't it, count. I know, I know. I was like, I was like, okay, how about this? How about uh calculus? He's like, not nah, never. But that was a, 
that was the only thing that I was ever like with my dad. He was like laughing about. It. He's like, I actually do use that, but I'm not a construction worker. So when was the last time I used it? Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's but, very funny. But yeah, what you're talking about was after school talks. The yes. one because this channel was like my this channel has always been my channel. It started as Renal Aaron, and then I renamed it, rebranded it as After School Talks with my uh, one of my closest friends, Farrell. But um, he's kind of going his own way now, so I rebranded it again for the second time as my own channel, which is just Renal Aaron. And then I, this is where I talk about my things as well. Um, trying to find a good uploading schedule because <laughs> now that I'm in college, now that I have work, it's kind of hard to also mingle with... And I have Music Pod and then I have Wish. It's kind of hard to mingle with the YouTube, but um, but yeah, we'll see where it goes, but... Yeah, I actually had a friend of mine. I don't know if you know the channel, The Roommates, The Roommates Podcast. Uh, it sounds very familiar. Yeah, but... I, I think uh, I've seen them. Are they on TikTok? I, yeah, 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 they are as I well. think I've seen their TikTok videos. Yeah, Roommates Podcast. Um, uh, Chris from The Roommates Podcast asked me how my YouTube channel is going. And he's one of, like, the higher, like, a high level, uh, high value man that I am like friends with, and then like him asking me, "How's my YouTube channel?" and I haven't been uploading anything. <laughs> I'm just kind of like, "Oh man, I mean, it's going well, you know." So yeah, that's funny. Um, but you, so that's that's. Let's talk about wish. That, hold on, let me let me backtrack. I was just taking some notes over here. Just uh, I want everyone want to write down the roommates channel because I want to check them out. Um, so, but talking about your YouTube channel, um. I love that. Like I said, I love that the fact that it's, you know, talking about all these different things. And I appreciate the fact that you're juggling many things. And that's what life is. It's a balance of trying to figure out which one. The priorities constantly change, right? So transitioning a little bit to Wish, um, I would love to hear about your how you got involved with Wish and then what your involvement is with Wish. So with Wish, I am a host there. So Wish kind of like, um, not on the bus, but through YouTube, we have a lot of different programs like the Indie Tuesdays with Morgan Ashley, SoCal Distancing, SoCal Distancing Homeschool Edition. I'm more for SoCal Distancing Homeschool Edition, wherein I interview and I talk with a lot of different artists that are younger. So the younger generation, more like oh, um, cool. in their younger teens, children. It's so amazing. I remember interviewing this little girl. She was like, maybe like eight or nine and she was hitting the notes in never enough and i was like how how is this massive huge amazing voice coming from such a cute little girl you know so i was like clapping and i was just um commending the parents like you are raising a beautiful singer and how i got started with that was like i said with music pod uh simon who got us in music pod promoted us to be on wish mm -hmm. and how that started is sunny took interviews that we did for music pod showed it to daniel razon himself and his team and said hey th these are some of the hosts that i've been thinking of what do you think and then they approved us and i was like oh, let's go so um <laughs> were you for prior familiar with wish bus the wish bus or wish 107.5 before that of or? course yeah <laughs> i was i was there when the bus launched Oh, cool! In September September 2019, I was there. That's very cool. So that's really interesting. That and this is what I love about social media and 
putting out content and this is one thing I try to talk about a lot on my channel is the aspect of just do the work and opportunities to some degree come to you. Um, and I really appreciate hearing that because I think that, you know, so often we're like waiting or artists are waiting, you know, whatever, or actually anybody in any career are waiting for the opportunity to come to them without doing the work. And it's, and it wasn't necessarily that you were trying to go out and get all this stuff or these, these opportunities or jobs, but it's you putting in the work of, Hey, let me just start my own podcast or, or let me work with music pod and do my stuff here, you know? Um, be one of the co-hosts of a music pod, or let me just put out my content and and then put, by putting out enough and being you know good enough quality and all this stuff, then these other opportunities come. And um, I think that that's a really interesting aspect. Like just put out the content and then see what happens. Are you familiar with the Matthew principle in the Ma Bible? Oh, the Matthew uh, principle. okay. I'm not. Tell me about it. So so basically. Um, Jordan Peterson kind of like, well, obviously it's from the Bible, but Jordan Peterson really um, kind of like explained this in a very, very psychological way, wherein if you have something, more will be added onto it. And then if you have nothing, it's kind of like you go down. So it's kind of like, a, it's not a linear progress, it's more like an upward curve, wherein if you put the work in, something will happen magically that, and then all of a sudden you're going up and up and up and not a linear scale. Obviously, I'm not a doctor in psychology, so I can't really explain it that very well. But, you know, I hope you're getting the idea. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of just like, like in relation to what you said, you just do the work and then all of these things are added on to you. Yeah, I love that, actually. And it reminds me a lot of that. That Are you familiar with the parable in the Bible of the talents? It, yes. It, and it's ironic that they're called talents, right? Uh, but a talent was like the, the, the monetary system of the day, like a coin, essentially, right? Um, and the, And... I think three people were given talents, right? One was given like one, one was given like five, and one was given like ten, say, right? And they the two with the most went out and invested it and turned it into even more. And then the one with the one went and buried it, right? Yeah. And then from that, when when the guy came back, was like, "Hey, what'd you do with my money?" The the two that invested it were given even more for their their uh, responsibility. And the guy that buried it, I don't I don't even know what happened to him, but <laughs> he got fired. Yeah, he was like, "Get out of here!" Right, and I think he lost yeah. his his talent too, right? But that's exactly right. That's a I love. That's actually a phenomenal uh, analogy in this aspect. That as, as you just do the work, you know, and put yourself out there, all these other opportunities are had. I love that, man. That's a great analogy for this. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> no, that's phenomenal. So let's talk about your involvement in Wish. So. You mentioned that you you know do some interviews, especially with these kids and everything like that, which is really cool, man. I love that. It's it blows my mind, blows my mind, and also makes me really sad sometimes because I'm like, shoot, I was not that kid, so like I gotta work sixty times as hard for my my voice or my talent, and this kid now is like stinking, crushing the game at nine years old. But I do appreciate how talented some of these artists are. Um, I would love just to hear a little bit of the behind the scenes of like, you know, what is, how do you get these interviews or who sets up these interviews, whatever you guys, whatever capacity you want to talk about. Um, and then how you guys do them. I, I think the behind the scenes are super fascinating. The behind the scenes, the, the behind the scenes are very, very interesting. I actually, I think that Wish had an idea of setting the actual Zoom where everything happens on Twitch and streaming that on Twitch and then calling it like Wish Behind the Scenes or something. Oh, I love that. Come in. That is so I cool, love man. That too. Had they done I don't that know yet? If it's, no, I don't think so. But Twitch and I love Wish that. are, are um, coming together, I think. So 
I don't know if I should even say that, but it's it's in the works, so I I can't say too much. Sounds Might good. Be a spoiler, Sounds maybe, good. but how I usually do it is somebody would send me like a, uh, people. I don't know what I should and shouldn't say. So sure, yeah, whatever you're comfortable with, it's totally fine. So an artist would contact Simon, okay, saying that I, I would genuinely love to be on Wish. So then... is Simon and and Sony the same person? Yes, yes. Okay, because you, you went back and forth a couple times. I was trying to follow that. Yeah, okay. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. Simon and Sonny are the same people. So I, I call him Simon. Uh, but Simon gets, gets contacted by the artist. And then depending on their age or depending on their availability, they're, uh, they're staged in maybe SoCal Distancing or SoCal Distancing Homeschool Edition or... Indie Tuesdays with Morgan Ashley or um, either of these these programs that we have on Wish. Sure. And I host so-called distancing homeschool edition. So if they're um, in the younger years or they're in um, they're in school, I happen to have been a guest once in so-called distancing homeschool edition, um, representing my own college, and. Yeah, so I host that, and then somebody gives me their files. So, like, um, beforehand we talk. Um, so, for example, what would you specifically like to talk about on Wish? Do you want to talk about this? you want to talk about that? And then I basically tell them that, hey, I don't treat this as an interview. I hope you uh, are comfortable with that. I treat this as, like, two guys, two people in a coffee shop, just chopping it up, having a conversation. And if at any point... Uh, during the break, you feel like you want to talk about something else, you can let me know about that. So, yeah, the hmm. specifics and the nitty-gritty are basically everything's done live, everything done through Zoom. Thank you for the um, upper echelons of technology for blessing us <laughs> with such technological advances to make this thing possible. For real. But, um, yeah, everything's done on live and, um, yeah... Did I answer your question? I feel like absolutely. I went on a ramble. No, no, absolutely. I think that that's super fascinating just to see a little bit of the behind the scenes. And I'm curious. So with the Wish bus, the the actual bus, because that, that's in Hollywood, right? It's stationary yes. in Hollywood, different than the one in the Philippines that drives around, correct? Actually, it's not necessarily stationary because sometimes I remember the bus was, usually it's in Hollywood Boulevard, but it'll go places like, uh, I remember the other um, some time ago it was in Fresh Epoch mm. when Ilona was there and JR was there so those are amazing amazing actually I would call them international artists not just Filipino artists now because they're they're hitting global scale so props to them but yeah it, it drives around but they don't record as they're driving around, like as it is mm-hmm. in Wish 107.5, you see some of the Wish exclusives there driving around um, because it's a little bit different uh, here in the uh, in the U.S. So when they're recording, it's stationary, uh, but it's not just in one place, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Absolutely. It's not stationary, but it's yeah, also yeah. not the same. <laughs> that totally makes sense. Uh, man... When I was first introduced with Wish, I think the first video I ever saw was the one being Wish 107. I didn't realize, actually, this blew my mind, um, which is how I've even met Sonny, uh, who who introduced me to you, um, or Simon, however we want to refer to him as. Um, (laughs) So 
I met DJ Al. Dude, it's 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 this whole genealogy of people. It's so funny. I met Sergio Ramos, who is Morissette's guitar player. Um, and I think I met him through Dave Lamar, maybe, which is Morissette's fiance. Um, and then while I was interviewing uh, Sergio, uh, DJ Alice was in the chat. And I'm like, oh, wow, cool. DJ Alice from Wish. And he goes, oh, that's my girlfriend. And I was like, oh, can you set me up with an interview with her? So then I interview her. And then months later, I find out that there's an actual Wish USA. And it blew my mind. I was like, how in the world did I not know of Wish USA? I only thought it was in the Philippines. And it was with the Jamie Miller video. Uh, it just blew my I was like, I was floored. I'm like, this is insane. This is so cool. Like, um, So then I messaged DJ Alice. I was like, how did I not know about this? Like, can you connect me with the people in there? And she, that's how I met Sonny. And then that's how I met you. Long story short is uh, I love the Wish concept. I think is the coolest thing in the world just because it's like it's been a dream of mine to do something like that um, and, or create something like that. And, and, and you guys just did it such, in such a phenomenal way where it's, um, it's so professional. The quality is so good. And I just love the fact that if you wanted to, you could drive anywhere and, you know, host interviews anywhere and meet people anywhere you know, yeah. that's, that's to some degree the problem. Now we have, you know, the internet and Zoom and everything. But, like, if you wanted to have an in-person interview with somebody and they were in, you know, Southern California and you in Northern California, like, to have to get them to travel to you is difficult because based on their schedule and availability. But you could now take your whole studio and just travel right down. To- if I could take my whole setup, you know, microphones, amps, everything with me wherever I went, dude, it is the coolest concept in the world. I love it. I think it is a cool thing ever. I think there's been a time where, well, actually no. Um, there's been times wherein the Wish bus will travel to Vegas for a, uh, road session. I forgot mm-hmm. what it's called. Road trip session, wherein they're on the road and they would stop on a stop, and a stopover session. There we go. It's a Wish stopover session. Where they would stop over, and then they would just host a show there, and people would come. I love and it. And then, um, also, when the artist would be recording, the windows are open, so you can just see yeah. them perform as they're recording their wish exclusive, and it's one of the best things ever because you're recording, and you also have an audience. Yeah. So it's not just a recording; it's also a performance. performance. Yeah. It's crazy, and it, I you you see this the same thing in Wish USA. You see the same thing in Wish, um, the Wish one hundred seven point five bus in the Philippines. Um, so yeah, it's just phenomenal. I would genuinely want if the Wish one hundred seven point five Philippines is watching this. You know what I'm saying? If I go back to the Philippines, I genuinely would love to have like an experience on the bus because I've experienced the bus here uh, in, in the U.S. I've stepped on it. I've interviewed some people there. And all that's all the boxes that's left to tick is the bus in the Philippines. Philippines. So I love that. Fingers crossed. Hey Manifest. man, you you and me both. <laughs> we'll take a trip out there together. We'll fly it at LaGuardia sure. or JFK together. We'll cause <laughs> we'll just go together. Oh, I love yeah, that. Shout that out is... to uh, shout what out to it? all the New Yorkers, by the way. Cause yeah, yeah shout out to the New Yorkers. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> that's so funny. I would love to know a little bit of technicals and um, like I said, whatever you guys, I don't, I, whatever you're comfortable sharing and everything, where are the people recording? Like, so like you have the artist in the section, but where's like the gear? Like, is, is there a section of the bus that's like 
blocked. Like, where do all the mics run to? You know what I mean? Oh, I see, I see. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a back. There's a like. So the the (laughs) the driver's seat. The the main area and then mm-hmm. like the back would be where the where everything is. I set guess that's up. where the host is and everything. Yeah. Yes. No. The host and the host. The people. The ho- <laughs> English is not working for me. Right <laughs> now. The host and the artist would be in the main stage talking. Okay. And then the technical people, the backstage crew, which is technically as important as the host. Oh, but sure. Nobody absolutely. Really like I don't Absolutely. think that the technical people ever get any credits whatsoever, which is why I try and my hardest every time I'm live. I always think the backstage crew. I always think the people that are responsible that. for having all the technical difficult uh, technical things. So right now is my time to thank mm-hmm. Jacob because he is a one man show. So he's <laughs> also the face and he's also the technical. So shout out to you, bro. I appreciate um, that. Man. I know the feeling, but. Um, so yeah, the technical side will be in the the back of the bus. That's really interesting. I I just think that they are so well done, and I really, I I love I love watching them because they're just really really good. Shoot, bro! If ever you know what I'm saying, hopefully the pandemic dies down, and then come fly to LA. Shoot. Well, we'll also be having the music the 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 bus there. Speaking of LA, sorry, I just have to yeah please cut this in. Uh, since we are also talking about Music Pod, Music Pod will be having a concert with Mayonnaise and I Belong to the Zoo, two of the biggest bands in the U- uh, in the Philippines, which is going to be in the 5th of February, 2022, Ooh. and going to be in Los Angeles, California. So, yep, Autumn Rain Records, TGN Marketing, and Music Pod are all hosting this event. So, hopefully, you guys are there to see two of the biggest bands and three opening acts by one of my best friends and actually four people one of one of which is my bestest bestest friend and then three of which are amazing and talented artists not to say that my best friend isn't a talented <laughs> artist I'm just, saying, <laughs> I'm just saying yeah that all of that's them are, phenomenal uh, amazing artists but one of them is my bestest friend so oh, i love yeah. that man i love that and things are not set in stone yet uh, but there is a potential. I'm talking with Sonny on, on potentially getting out to LA and going on that that wish bus. So I'm telling uh, you, bro. I'm honored and excited. Very excited. If things work out the way that they they wish at, and it would be very cool. Um, so I want to talk to you a little bit about um, some of your experiences on the wish bus and everything, or even even in a music pod and everything like this. You being like what you said. Um, have done a bunch of interviews. So I would love to almost flip the script and just hear your opinion on what makes a good interview. You've done all these interviews. What do you think makes a good interview? I was going to ask you interview? that. No way. Stop it. I, I'm not sure what makes a good interview because usually it's in the eye of the beholder. I'm not a viewer. Mm. So I can only assume that the interview is good through the other person. So if they're having a good time. Sure. If they're asking me questions as well so Mm. you know that they're being engaged but also one of the bestest compliment that i have gotten as an interviewer is oh that's a great question and they get stumped that's that's one of the bestest compliments i've ever gotten it's like oh that's a good question oh that's a tough question and nobody's really asked me that before Mm, that's that's the best that's the best every every time i hear those words just butterflies yeah (laughs) so um but yeah you'd know i would say 
that you know it's a good interview when they come in nervous mm-hmm. and they come out being really relaxed and mm-hmm. you know it was a vibe it was fun hanging out with you and they don't treat it as an interview more like a conversation like you yes. said like how you started this this um this conversation you don't really like it as an interview like oh what did you eat for breakfast stuff like that it's like no nah, it's may have a conversation absolutely that i completely relate to that and another thing it's a little different when you're on a time schedule with people but when you say like like i said with you like these you typically last somewhere between 30 and 45 minutes um but when when you say hey i want to be respectful of your time and they're like no man i got all the time in the world for you like the fact that they're not like ready to get off that interview is a massive compliment that's a huge one for me too as well yeah and of course, um, if you're talking with um, people that are really, really stringent with their time schedules, um, usually how I set up my interviews with, with my own personal YouTube channel. Sorry if I hit the mic. I'm a little bit too passionate. <laughs> um, but every time I set up for my own podcast, I usually just email them and then talk with them beforehand. Like, what time are you available? And then um, how long are you available for? And yeah. I just ask them when they're available, how long are they available mm. for, and then I become respectful of their time like that. But um, when it comes to this, like I'm genuinely, like I could say, all right off the bat, your energy and your vibes are genuinely amazing. I didn't even know that we were been talking for like almost an hour now. And it's, it's half amazing hour, half how hour. time flies when you have half hour, half hour. Um, sorry, I got off work at five, five, <laughs> so half hour, yeah. Matt, I appreciate that. Thank you so but much, yeah, man. You're an amazing conversationalist. Um, and I love that you say that you appreciate things that I say because that's a very good communication skills. And the fact that you know that, I love that. Well, thank interviewer you, to interviewer. I love that. I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you so much, man. Thank you. I really, I do appreciate that very much. So thank you so much. No problem, bro. Thank you. Continue. But yeah, for you, but for you, I would like to flip the script. How would Please. you know if an interview is good? That's a great question. I think that um, I agree with I agree with a lot of the things you were just saying. Um, if they come in nervous and by the end they're not, um, if you're able to have a conversation if, and you're like laughing and having fun. Um, it, Again, it depends on the interviews. The interviews that I do, I try to you know keep light, fun, entertaining. But if you're like you know doing a serious interview, obviously it's going to be a very different conversation. You know what I mean? Um, but that's not what I do. <laughs> um, and then I think at the like like almost like my goal for these is like you. I want to end these interviews and be like, I really feel like I'm, I'm Rennell's friend now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like not in a not in a weird way but it's like oh i just i want them to feel like they've been chatting with a friend for the past half hour or hour you know what i mean um and that's really the goal i i, I that that i want to just create cuz then that relationship that you've created translates to the listener and they feel like that you're that it's two friends talking and especially now if it's like one of their favorite artists that they're listening to or that they're listening to and i'm interviewing one of their favorite artists the fact that it's like almost like this friend conversation and they're now being a part of it. They love it. You know what I mean? And that's, that's the goal. You know, I I love that. Um, and, and then if I, if we get like cool responses from them, like really like, I love when they blow my mind with answers, you know, like I'm sticking over here. Sometimes like I'm the one 
I'm the one like taking notes. I'm like, oh yeah, tell me more, tell me more. You know what I mean? Like for we're, sure, we're, for sure. I love that. I love when I have the opportunity to learn from them. You know, my goal is you know f- for them to help you know the people listening. But I'm like selfishly sometimes like. So for those that don't know, you know what I mean. Bro. Me and, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm the one that doesn't know, and I'm sticking taking notes over here. <laughs> That's an interview trick if people don't know that. Sometimes I'll be like. For those that don't know, meanwhile, I'm really that person. I'm like, I just want to know more about this. <laughs> yeah, or for some somebody who, say, is, if I'm interviewing somebody who is, say, a producer or somebody who sure. loves mixing beats. So what would be your advice to people it, it, that exactly. are starting off? So I'm just like, oh, okay, uh, how about I just steal that answer for myself? A hundred percent, man. Absolutely. That. Why do you think I asked you what makes a good interview? Because you've done all these interviews yeah, and I want to stick and know how you do. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But yeah, I, I would say that um, just adding on to my answer, just be comfortable, be relaxed. Yeah. And also how I started is having notes, having ready notes yes and um that makes a big difference and doing your research on the person beforehand makes a very big difference yes and i actually was surprised sorry if i keep uh, no 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 it's a like i said it's a conversation so you good so basically i really was surprised being interviewed and you said that i had on my youtube channel a segment in where we talk about things that uh, aren't talked about in school but should be and that to me that that just lit up my face and I was just like oh man that's crazy you know about that so yeah definitely do some research beforehand and um, that yeah, I have, would say it's ready yes I would say that that is one of my favorite compliments actually when somebody's like oh wow you know that like that's happened a couple times where it's like you when you re- I guess it shows that you really did your homework like I'm like oh cool like I did my job, you know what I mean? Like, if that, I love that when I surprise them with what they're like, how did you know that? You know what I mean? I, I, I love that. That that's a, that's a fun compliment. So a couple more questions for you. Um, I would love to know um, what are, in the interviews that have, are you done, are there any interviews that have stood out to you, like with specific people and, and why? Okay, that's got to be... Well, I'm I'm going to be a little bit biased because a, a couple of the people that I've interviewed have actually become my friends. So Love it's that. it's going to be a little bit biased because, sure. you know what I'm saying? But um, I would say my recent one with uh, in music part with Wolftown Music and the other person, the other great musician. But that interview, specifically because I asked them about where the Filipino music is going and the direction that OPM is going to because OPM used to be like guitars and bands and all these things that are just kind of like acoustic guitars, guitars, and more guitars. That's kind of like how it's been classified as and kind of like stereotypically described as for official uh, Filipino music. But now it's Glow PM, where it's kind of just like you have artists like Ilona Garcia, you have artists like James Reed, you have artists like uh, Nadine Luster, artists like Art JR, R&B, um, lo-fi music, indie mm-hmm. music, and it's everything, and it's pop. So we're, we have SB19, where it's like um, kind of like a K-pop mix with Filipino lyrics. Yeah. So we're definitely improving and evolving. So that 
we talked about that and also their advice to younger Filipino artists. So that's the one thing that's sticking out to me. What about mm. you? What, what would be your um, best interview besides this one? <laughs> uh, you stole the answer right out of my heart. I was going to say this one right here. Um, that's a good question. Um, I would agree with you. The ones that stand out are the ones that become your friends after the fact. We're like, they give you their phone number or something like that, or like they follow you on Instagram, and and then but then not only do they follow you and but like they interact with your posts, like they'll actually yes. comment or like like it's like it's really that that means that like it was a really good conversation, like you made an impact on them enough to like that they want to know you and you want to know them and you know um, so I w- I would I would agree um, that's a good I mean the one that comes to mind is a guy named Chris Garinger who is a uh, um, he works at a, he, he masters a lot of popular music that, that we've, we've all heard. Um, and it was humbling too, like the fact that he took the chime to come on, like he's going to the stinking Grammys in two weeks, like, cause you know, he worked on Lil Nas X's album, you know, like, so the fact that like, you know, we still communicate is, is an honor to me. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, wow, that that's amazing. You know? So, um, stuff like that where like, it's just by, you know, like, there's no reason logically that I should have had the opportunity to interview him and then we do and then we like communicate after the fact is is or he inv- like he invited me to come to his studio and see his studio where he's stinking worked on Lil Nas X and you know uh Lady Gaga and you know Halsey and Laney and like any stinking band you've ever heard of um you know BTS and like it's like he did all their work and I was in that and he invited like that that was like wow this is really cool you know like so i guess stuff like that but that might not be the most viewed one which is really interesting like that one got a couple of like a decent amount of views but like nowhere near me interviewing morissette or you know like all like so it's really interesting some of my favorites are the ones that aren't necessarily the fan favorites right yeah and i can kind of relate to that because some of the videos that i've made wherein I genuinely had the most fun making them and the most effort was put in making them didn't really get that much views. Yeah. Oddly enough, the video that didn't take the most effort, of I kind of just like always and then recorded it and friggin' blah 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 spewed my thoughts into the camera and then the recording uploaded it, didn't do any editing, was the one that got the most views in my channel. I'm like, uh-huh. Make it make sense. It really makes zero sense. I was literally on the podcast that I was on recently. I just brought this up. I had this video um, do on my channel that I was literally I was filming. I was on a live stream. Somebody asked me a question on the live stream. I had been asked that question a thousand times, and I had just never like I I would always just type out the answer to them because it was always like in comments, um, or I just like say it like you know like quickly on a live stream or something like that. I was like, you know what? I'm axis so often. Let me just film this video. I hit record. It was like I, my face was like way overexposed, like just not proper video settings. Like I, you could hear my dog barking upstairs, and like I start, I was like, oh, I start talking about what kind of dog I have, unrelated to the video. <laughs> and then, but like that video is thinking like made me a couple hundred bucks at this point. Like it's like has all these views, like uh, uh, like thousands of views and comments, and like. It was literally like, and then I tried, I was like, this video is such bad quality, but it's getting all these views. Let me try to re-record it 
and like do like good quality and i couldn't i it was so off the cuff it was just like that it was i couldn't recreate it it was so awkward for me to try and do it i was stumbling over my words it was, and it was just very funny so i completely sometimes the off the cuff ones are the best ones right for sure and also I do have to ask this question because it popped up in my head. I'm sure as an interviewer, you kind of relate to that wherein a question would pop up sure, out of nowhere. Sure, absolutely. But since we talked about what makes it or what makes you a good interviewer or what makes it a good interview, what would you think in the eyes of an interviewer would make a good interviewee? Because I know you can relate. I know you don't want to say any names, but you've interviewed uh-huh. some people and you, you just your, your soul is drained after sure. that. Yeah. So, and not even as an interview, sometimes you That's can talk great. to people, have a conversation with person and your soul just be drained during that conversation. So as an interviewer or as a person in general who likes to talk with people and have mm. conversations, what would you say would make for a good interviewee or somebody who's in the receiving end of the questions? Yeah. Well, I'm going to answer that question with the opposite question in the sense of like, what makes a bad interviewee? Because um, okay. I think that one's easy. And then I'll, I'll go into like what makes a good one. But I think a, a quote unquote bad interviewee is when you have to like pull the questions out of the, the answers out of uh-huh. them. Um, and like you're like, so what, like hypothetically, what are some of your favorite interviews that you've done? And you, they're like, they're like my SB19 interview, you know, and that's it. And it's like, okay, so, so why is that your favorite? You know, it's like you just constantly like, pull it trying to pull and pull and pull these answers out of them that's a tough one um and then when they're really nervous uh you know trying to trying to calm because then it's just an awkward conversation because you can tell if they're nervous so you're trying to calm them down and and you know that it's going to make the viewer uncomfortable so it's like this awkward like okay well like hey just chill kind of thing like because you're gonna make the you're gonna it's gonna be an uncomfortable conversation because they're gonna see when how they try to you overcompensate are. with the answer. Yeah, or no, just like they just like like you could tell you know when somebody has that nervous energy and nobody likes being jittery. around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, that's a tough one. Um, short answers are a tough one. Um, and uniquely enough, when somebody is very confident, like very confident. Um, this was a, a very unique one for me where like they they flipped the script almost and they kept like asking me questions. But when they would ask the question, they'd like be like, Jacob, don't you know, blah, 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 blah kind of thing. And it would just caught, catch me off guard. Like I was just like it, it, the way that they carried themselves was so confident. And it, it just threw me off as it as somebody was asking them the questions. Uh, you know uh, what I mean? It was ve- it was a very unique situation where they're like, of course, you know, this kind of thing. Right. And then I'm like. Uh, I think I know. You know what I mean? Like, I think I know. <laughs> so stuff like that. So a good the opposite being a good, a good interviewee, I'd say, you know, is, is confident in their answers, but also confident in themselves, but doesn't, you know, um, doesn't make it uncomfortable for, for either person where they're not like overly sharing about themselves in either direction of being too prideful or too sad kind of thing. Um, they are, they answer, they don't, oh, this is an interesting one. They don't ramble. Cause that's a hard one too. It's like when they're going on a five minute answer, right? And it's like, how do I, you know, how do I interject in any way, shape, or form? Because there's so many follow up questions, but now we're on a totally different topic because they've been speaking for 15 minutes about something totally different. Um, 
And look, I want to say I'm grateful for all these people that have come on the channels. And this is the reason I want to talk about this. And I'm sure the reason you want to talk about this is, is it's all learning for everybody. The people listening, it's all the people that me and you speaking right now. We're all just learning. We're all doing the best we can. But if somebody listening to this wants to start their own podcast or wants to go on interviews, I think that you should take notes in mental notes or physical notes and, and, and learn, okay, well, this is how I can improve. This is, We're not making fun of the people that we've had on the channel uh, in any way, shape, or form. Uh, it's literally just you know two professionals talking industry shop. Yes. Because um... we can relate to each other with it. Most people wouldn't understand, you know, if, if you haven't done a bunch of interviews, they wouldn't understand what, like, the, the feelings yeah. that we, you and I go through, right? It, it's because kind of like, we tend to, if we're having a video put out or we're having a show out and we're interviewing somebody, it's our job to make the interview good. It's sure. not the interviewee's job. A hundred percent. So the audience um, or the, the listeners of your show or the listeners of my show wouldn't necessarily be like oh this was really a bad interview because it's our job to like if it doesn't or if if the quality of the show isn't good if the quality of the interview isn't good we kind of put the burden on us to be sure. like eh, well it's kind of my fault because maybe i should have done this maybe i should have done that but yeah definitely um and I we want it to be to the that. the best that it can be so if you know yeah. the the interviewee isn't giving the answers that we think would would really benefit the audience then that's all it is it's like we want the audience to have the best you know experience and and um it's nothing against the person that we're interviewing at all you know so um one of the last questions i have for you i want to i want to keep it um keep it i want to be respectful of your time no problem i've been mean, chatting for a couple for a bit um so what are some of your favorite interviewers or people that you love watching um interviews of or so, yeah, like like shows i guess you i would say like interview shows or podcasts or anything like that i love podcasts which is why it kind of like influenced me to become a podcaster myself mm -hmm. have interviews is number one has to be has to be the 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 king of podcasts himself Joe Rogan. Of course. So the Joe Rogan podcast is my, my favorite, favorite, favorite. Second one has to be The Roommates. And um, those are the only two kind of like that I watch also. I also watch... Um, um, what was it? What was it? What was it? I forgot what it's called. But I usually watch that one. So since I can't do remember that, or I'm just going to you... plug these two. Do you listen to them or do you watch them? Do both. Mm -hmm. So I watch them if I don't, you know, if I'm just staring at a screen, I kind of just watch it. If I'm on the bus, if I'm working out, if I'm taking the bus, I usually use um, the Spotify for that or I just, you know, download the video maybe and then download SMP3 mm -hmm. and then just listen to it uh, on my phone. So I do both. Very cool. I love that. Last question I have for you is what is something that you know now that you wish you knew when you started your career? Oh, career. Okay. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. What's something that I wish that I know now that I wish I would have known when I was starting out. Exactly. Take it. Um, take it easy. Uh, because when I was starting out, I was planning everything to the T. Mm. I was planning everything like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. So I got to do this. Da, 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 da. 
but yeah i was i was always that that guy with kind of like a like a stringent tool there's a there's a stoic quote that says be easy on others hard on yourself and i took that way too seriously <laughs> so, <laughs> i can um, relate to I that, that very much that actually. way too seriously <laughs> i would be like um so i would be asking somebody <laughs> when they're okay for an interview so they would say um okay uh, we can do this da, 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 da. okay so i set it up like i put it on my google maps i calendar it not, not google maps google yeah <laughs> and um i do all of that i set everything up and then they said sorry i can't make it da, 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 da. and then i say okay that's fine and then i have to like erase everything and have a I implode because now I don't know what to do because I set everything up. So I would just say, take it easy, take a deep breath, slow mm. it down. Mm. Um, also, of course, keep at it, but also keep in mind the fact that not everything is under your control. So just focus on what you have, focus on what is in your control and make the best of it. I love that, man. Wonderfully wise words. <laughs> thank you thank you hold the applause hold yeah, the applause man. you know what i should get one of those little applause buttons when, when somebody says something very wise it goes like ah, the crowd goes yes. wild <laughs> <laughs> now nah, man i really appreciate you and you taking your time and your insight and it's very refreshing to talk to somebody that understands being in the, uh, the opposite seat right so um, I really appreciate that. But if you could hang out for 30 more seconds, I just want to say a big thank you to all the listeners and viewers out there today. I appreciate you guys. I really hope that you guys enjoyed this interview. Definitely go check out Rennell and all that he's, he's up to. Check him out on The Wish. Check him out at Music Pod. And also check out his YouTube channel. Some very interesting topics on there. Uh, but thank you guys so much for watching. If you want to check out my music, that is the best way to support the channel. And I'll see you guys in the next video. Have a wonderful rest of your day. God bless and peace out. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. If you want to see the video version of any of these episodes, you can check them out on YouTube. Uh, it'll be a Jacob Restituto, the Tuto Talks series. Uh, hope you enjoyed this. And also, if you want to see clips or anything like, you know, your favorite clip of it, you can see it on TikTok or on Instagram, this all, everywhere. Uh, but best way to get in touch with me if you want to say what's up or have any questions or want to follow up is by texting me two different numbers. You could text me at 631-250-6950 if you're in the U.S. Or WhatsApp is 1-833-575-0948. You rock. Thank you for being a part of Team Tuto. God bless and peace out.